street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. While this talk is rather uneventful, a wonderful teaching moment occurs near the end during my recap. Skip to the 4 minute, 18th second mark if you want to get right to the discussion. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Good, how are you? I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you think? I think. <laughs> I mean, I could say I'm doing pretty good, but how would I really know for sure? Ready to knock a hike out? I'm sorry? Ready to knock a hike out? We are. Good. What are you guys recording? I'm not with the trail at all. Oh, you're not? No, I've got a hobby where I interview people for four minutes about a belief that they have that they think is true. Interesting. Yeah, I'm attempting something. And what are you doing it for? I'm practicing this thing called street epistemology. I have a YouTube channel where I upload my, my more interesting talks uh, and a podcast too, but I ask people to pick a topic that they're absolutely sure is true. So you think karma is real. You're absolutely sure that you've seen a ghost. I met a woman on the trail last week where she has like a four-leaf clover pendant and she thinks it protects her from harm. So regardless of the belief, whether ideally it's, it's something that you really feel strongly about, like I'm sure voter identification should be required or I, I'm absolutely sure that there's a higher power or something like that. Okay. And I ask questions to explore with you. I don't direct you to a conclusion. I try not to. I try to be very neutral about it and ask like, questions to explore what you believe, why you think it's true, and how you concluded that it's actually true. Interesting. Yeah, it's really neat. That's cool. What, to, do you want, would I you, listen to podcasts. I'll have to what to is the, which one do you listen to the most? Um, I listen to Ben Shapiro the most. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, I listen to a bunch. I listen to all different sides. I like to look at both sides of every issue. So I listen to really, really conservative or really, really liberal. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I wish I had asked her to name a liberal show that she listens to. That's that's rare. Usually I people kind of stick to their I bubbles. I like to. I, I know yeah. most people only will only. I like to look at both mm. sides of everything. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah what I, what I find is that uh, very few people tend to reflect. We form beliefs all the time, yet and yet we don't really spend a lot of time thinking about how we got to there. How are we so sure that this thing that I think is true is really true? Yeah, and then I've been like reading all this historical fiction mm. about the founding, uh, you know, our founding fathers and stuff, and realizing that, and that we've been told one thing, like Jefferson, and there's a huge memorial, and we lived in D.C. But the more I learn about Jefferson, I'm like, he was actually a really crappy guy. Mm. Like I read this, you know, from Hamilton. Through the view of today's well, lens, you mean? Today's lens. No, because it, it's not fair, like this Little House on the Prairie, you know, Laura Ingalls, that, that Wilder, that they're trying to say, well, you can't read that anymore Isn't because... That crazy? What? Because that was... Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That? Saying, yeah. yeah. What's wrong because, with that? I used to read that as a kid. I read yeah, all those I books. I read every single yeah, Laura Ingalls book. saying that she um, was racist, all this stuff, but that was a different time. But no, the lens now, looking at Jefferson, 
no, even then he was really, not he was great really person. like he, as a politician, I'm like, you think our politics are bad now? They were terrible then. They, hmm. they put stories in the paper, fake stories about each other. Oh, wow. They set each other up. Oh, so there were, like yeah, <laughs> there were like, there were. <laughs> you mean nothing's <laughs> changed in all <laughs> That's like depressing. and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's no different. Huh. So, yeah, it's kind of cool to. Yeah. What, what's really neat is what I find is that even the act of exploring people's beliefs, even in a short amount of time, tends to help them reflect on it. And it even sometimes moves them, moves them off of their levels of certainty just a bit. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're just as certain. Like we, we, we probe the foundation that your belief is based on yeah. by me using questions. And sometimes people are like, you know, I, I think that belief that I've, that I have is pretty solid. I, I think, you know, that was a fun exercise and I think I'm even more sure or just as sure that this is true. Sometimes people back off though on their certainty, like. Well, my belief, mm. everybody would like my faith because my belief in my faith is really strong because I, I, I converse with God. I converse with the, like he's alive and real to me, like huh. that real. So there's, you know what I mean? Like it's not, like I have a relationship with him. So mm. there's no, it's not like, you can't, it's like my relationship with you. It's right. that's how real it is to me. Your relationship with this higher power is just as real as it is with your yes. friend here? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That could be kind of a fun thing to explore. <laughs> you can, I, I mean, can guarantee you she's going to be in the same place at the end. <laughs> well, uh, do the, you want to do it? The, let me just clarify. The idea here isn't to move people necessarily off of their levels of certainty. That can be the outcome though. Yeah. That, that very well could be the, uh, the outcome, but for, it's not necessarily the goal. Right. The goal really is to take this map that you formed in your mind about reality uh -huh. and see if it holds up to uh, the scrutiny of a few questions. Sure, yeah. Do you mind if you we move? first or do you want to wait? No, I can go ahead and do so. I'm going to get like in the four shade. Minutes. I, I set a timer for four, but sometimes it goes a little longer. I mean, okay. sometimes the people want, the person wants to keep going. Okay. Are you okay if I record this? Yeah. Okay, Are thank you. Are you sure you're... Totally, yes. Okay. I'm actually intrigued. I'm kind of... I'm you know glad what? that you're going to do it. One thing that I've been experimenting with, I don't know if you're interested, is um, when I have two people or more, um, I'll have a conversation with you, for example, and then I can have a helper be my assistant in asking the questions. Oh, no. I will say... You don't want to do that? You. Okay. <laughs> can we face this way? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to put a second camera on myself, and it's going to be facing this way. So if you don't want to be in the shot, maybe you want to stand over there. Well, I, I really don't care. I just okay. want to be in the shade, I think. Okay, okay. you don't care. All right. Uh, what is your first name? Kim. My name is Anthony. Okay, nice to meet you. It's very nice to meet you, too. This one's for me. Uh, okay, let me jot your name down. Thank you for stopping. Okay. I really appreciate it. And the... Um, the more blunt and honest you can be, the better. Okay. You know, just just really, just be real. You won't have a problem with that either. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Nice supportive friend over there. Is this your friend? Yes. Okay. I don't know if there was a like, relationship or something, or sister or whatever. Uh, okay, I want to do a quick little thought experiment. Then I'm, it's going to take 20 seconds, maybe 30 seconds, and I'll set my timer for okay. four. So I'm going to make a claim, and this is sort of to calibrate the level of confidence that you think your thing is real. Okay. Okay, so... I'm gonna make a claim that I own a Ferrari, a nice shiny red one, and it's it's in the parking lot. You may have seen it. Um, that Ferrari is mine. On a scale from zero to one hundred, how sure are you that I actually own a Ferrari? Hundred percent. There's no question. There's no doubt. Um, I, I guess like an eight. Out of ten or out of a hundred? Out of ten. Eight out of ten. My telling you that I own a Ferrari moves you to an 80% level of confidence mm -hmm. that I own it. Mm 
What would move you down on your confidence that I own a Ferrari? Well, I don't care if you own one or not. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't matter to me if I you're see. lying or not about it. Uh, you don't have a lot of, of uh, skin in the game. Right. Okay. If the claim is more important to you, would you be more... Yeah, I'd want more evidence. Would you, would you scrutinize the claim more? Yes. Okay. I think what would be more important is if I said I had a Ferrari and you said, no, you don't. If and, you made the claim, okay, yeah, yeah. You can didn't we flip it? Me. Let's say we flip it. Yeah. Uh, you you say that you own a Ferrari, and I say, this is me. This is the real Anthony here. I would say, I'm kind of looking at your appearance. You kind of have a nice watch, middle-aged white woman in America in 2018. I would say, I put you at a 15 percent that you own a Ferrari. I'd be a little more skeptical. Yeah. Even with no skin in the game, like it doesn't matter to me whether you do or not, really. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think I put myself in an 80. Mm -hmm. I'm interested that we have that difference. Yeah. Is it because it's not an important claim? I just, I don't, I don't always, I just don't assume people lie. I don't. Okay. Yeah. You take their word for it. Yeah. Yeah. If I said that this Ferrari not only could ride on the roads, but it had the ability to, to hover and then fly through the sky at about you know 200 yards. That's the max height of it, mm -hmm. but it could actually, it's a flying Ferrari. Then I wouldn't believe you. You wouldn't even put me at like a one? Mm -mm. I just feel mm. like I would have heard about those before. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have one. Yeah. I pretty like, I watch the news a lot, read a lot, and love podcasts. I feel like I would have known <laughs> that that existed. Mm. You're at like a zero on that claim? Mm -hmm. If I whipped out a key uh, with the Ferrari logo on it, and this is a flying Ferrari. I still wouldn't believe it. Mm. Okay. I wouldn't believe that it flew. So even though you have no skin in the game, because it's a fact, fantastical claim, you're less confident that my claim is true? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. That was the little thought experiment. Uh, it ran a little long. I'm sorry about oh, that. Okay. <laughs> no, I just, I don't, I'm a teacher, so I'm off all summer. So it's my oh, very nice. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm not, yeah, I'm good. Oh, good. Uh, my kids are at home sleeping. They're teenagers. So I had a little time to come out and kill for my hobby. All right. So let's talk about this claim. I think you were saying that you think that there's a higher power and you actually converse with it. Yes. Okay. So on that same scale of confidence that this is true, zero to 100, where would you be in terms of your confidence that there's really a higher power that you're conversing with? 100%. Is that what you're asking me? I believe in it 100%. There's no question. There's, there's no, no, question. Doubt. no doubt. You're absolutely sure that it's true. Okay. Keeping the, the thought experiment that we did with the Ferrari in mind, would you consider this a fantastic claim? Um, I think for somebody that didn't have my experience or didn't didn't experience the way I have, then yes. I think it's mm. I think it's personal and individual, and. Um, if you said you didn't believe me, I wouldn't care. Hmm. Okay. You don't care whether people believe you or not. Right. In your mind, in your view, this is a true belief. Right. Okay. Can we explore? Damn it! Sorry, I forgot to set the timer. I'm not trying to That's delay okay. you here. Okay. What would you say is the main reason why you think that the God is real? You mentioned experience, and you mentioned that you converse right. with it. Or I think that is there some other reason that? I think studying studying the Bible mm -hmm. and then I think when I follow the teachings that um, 
that my life goes better. So it's like a real, a real um, correlation there between, you know, um, being obedient to what the word says and the way that my life goes, the way that I live, the way that I feel, the peace that I have. Yeah. Um, and then in this faith, um, we have our our belief is that when Jesus died, we have the Holy Spirit in us that resides in us, and that mm. presence gives us wisdom and knowledge and that kind of thing. So, okay. Yeah. You said that, uh, I want to repeat back what I think you said. Okay. Correct me if this isn't what you're saying. I think you were saying that if, when you study the Bible mm -hmm. and you follow the teachings, then you tend to experience things that validate the teachings. That, the teachings. Right. right. Okay. Could a person study any holy book, uh, not just the Bible, but something else. I'm thinking like a Hindu studying the Bhagavad Gita or something. Could that woman study that book and follow those teachings and then have experiences that would confirm that her God is real? Um, I don't, I can't say because I don't know about those teachings. I really, honestly, I can't say, mm. I don't feel comfortable saying that because I don't know what it teaches. Mm -hmm. And so I, I won't, I can't say. I don't know much about that book either, but what I'm wondering is if, if there was a Hindu that were to walk up, up to the trail just now and, and give us the same reasons. I think they could, I think they could use those reasons for, mm. they want to. Would she be 100% correct in her view that her God was real based on that method? I think if she based it on the method I gave you, yes. Oh, she would think it's true. Yeah. Would it be true in reality? Um... Well, I, w I wouldn't believe, well, as far as like salvation, obviously I believe my faith is the one that is correct. Mm -hmm. We, I mean, mm -hmm. have complete belief in stuff. Um, I believe mine is correct, but, and that's what I believe, but I don't want to fight or argue with anybody. She's got a total right to believe what she, she wants. She could even be believing something that's not true. And it sounds like you're kind of apathetic about it. Like I she can not she... say I'm apathetic. I'm not I'm sorry. apathetic. Okay. Um, I don't want to put that word in your mouth. Sorry. So. The part of it that is seems cruel on my part is I believe that she's wasting her time and mm. I believe she's not going to go to heaven. I believe there's one way to heaven and it's through Jesus Christ. And that's kind of a cruel, I think she would think that would be a cruel thought. And actually my friend and I were talking about it coming here and I think she disagrees with me. Um, but so I wouldn't mm. be like, we're all going the same place. We're getting there a different way. I wouldn't believe that. I understand. I think what you're saying is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're saying she has the right to believe whatever she wants. She could be believing something that's not true. In fact, I think that she is believing something that's not true, mm -hmm. yet she has a right to do that. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't get in the way of her doing that. Personally, I think she might be wasting her time believing something that's not true, but she's more than allowed to do that. She's, she's got that choice to do it. Okay. Is it conceivable that she might be 100% sure that her God is real, that it's true, yeah. and she's using a similar method like you are? Yes. Okay. How are you ruling out the possibility that, how are you ruling out the possibility? That she's right and I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The, the way that I rule it out, like I told you, is that my personal experience with what I think is a living God that having that Holy Spirit speak to me, converse with me, not like an audible voice, like pent in here with you. It's, it's not an audible like we're talking now. It's like a knowledge. It's like it's like wisdom and knowledge mm. that is, is given to you through the Spirit. 
and it's so I've experienced in such a real way that I'm a hundred percent convinced. Mm. Does it matter? You know what I mean? Mm. There's just nothing you can say or mm. do that's going to change that because it's a, a personal experience. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I agree. Like, I haven't had your experience. I have no idea how what your experience is any different than what she might report. Right. I've talked to a lot of Hindus too, where they say. I can feel Vishnu in me. Mm -hmm. It's a confirmation that what I'm believing is true. Mm -hmm. I'm justified in being 100% sure because you can't contest the personal experience that I have that I'm, in, that I'm engaging with Vishnu. Mm -hmm. It's not an audible voice, right. but I know in my heart of hearts that it's Vishnu that's doing this. Right. How could a neutral observer tell which of the two of you, if any, is correct? Um, I, I don't think you could. I think mm. if you're a neutral observer and you just want to go about it about it neutrally from a world perspective you, you won't be able to I think mm. I think it will be impossible for you to I don't think it's a journey that you can use a rational you know okay I'm gonna use deductive reasoning I'm gonna, I'm gonna see which one is actually you know uh. I don't think you can I think it's it's a faith it's faith that's what faith is and so mm. you have to study it and believe it and come to your own um, you know your own decision okay uh, we've hit four minutes. Uh, do you want to go for a few more, or do you want to? That's hit? up to you it's because up. I don't think <laughs> your friends okay. <laughs> Maybe two more minutes. Sure. So? Okay. Uh, I like talking about my faith. So. I love it too. I, I think it's great. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about faith then. Okay. Can you tell me exactly like how you would define that word, faith? Faith. I think faith is believing is something that you can't see you can't see it and touch it and mm -hmm. um, but it's ha it's believing that it's having faith that it's real even though you can't actually see it okay and um yeah it's taking it's taking us as a leap of faith and because mm. i can't i can't see god mm -hmm. but yet i can experience him okay yeah. i want to uh kind of build off of this and i'm wondering is faith a required component in order for you to be 100% sure that the dialogue that you think that you're having That's a great question. really is with your God? That is a great question. Yes, yes. There is, there is a level of faith to it mm. and, not, and not thinking, okay, well, I'm just a crazy person, right? It could be I'm just imagining all of this. There is a level of faith that this is a spiritual experience and not a mental health experience, right? <laughs> So yeah, I think they're, yeah, they're, it does require faith. Mm -hmm. How much of a level are we talking about here? Is it just a smidge or is, is it absolutely crucial in order for you to be 100% sure? To have faith? Is it crucial? Um, is faith crucial to be 100% sure that your God is real and you're conversing yes. with it? Yeah, faith is faith is crucial. Okay. And it's something that he asks of us. I mean, I think our, my, my God, Faith is actually a way of, of saying, I love you, I believe in you, that you're that I'm going to step out in this faith and trust you, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. it is um, because you have that relationship. And I think we all want people we are in relationship with or whatever to have faith in us. Okay. Can a person employ faith in other avenues of their life and come to conclusions that are not true? Yes, sure. I'm thinking about my Ferrari example. Yeah. People put faith in everything. People put faith in 
The government, people put faith in, in food or faith. People do, yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, and it could be, it could be false. Okay. If you allowed yourself to employ faith in your conclusion that I own a Ferrari that can fly, how far up from zero could it move you? Oh, if I, if I, I just don't, you don't elicit any kind of, you're not a God. <laughs> so why would I put any kind of faith in what you say? I don't know you. I don't have an experience with you. If you had never lied to me before, or I knew you, or we had an experience, or mm -hmm. then I, my faith would go up because of that. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm saying my faith in God has gone up as I've studied him over, you know, 30 years because of the consistency that he's shown me or the or the or the faithfulness on his part or mm. um prayers answered or when i was obedient you know okay if you do this this happens mm. and it did happen mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's it's not just blind faith it's mm. been it's a long relationship to where there's a trust element it's not just i trust you oh god but okay he's done things for me i think you got this body of experience right that uh drives you to your certainty that this god is real right what I'm wondering is if, if faith is required for that entire body of experience to be sure that it's really this entity that's making it all happen. Okay, well then it, I think in that case, then it wouldn't be all faith because there are real experiences. Where faith correlated. isn't a component? Exactly. Okay. Just really quickly back to the, back to the Ferrari thing. If, if faith is believing in something that you can't see and being sure that it's real, could you use faith that I own a flying Ferrari and be 100% sure? I could use faith if I had something to back it up. How about just, my key? The key? The key would maybe boost it a little bit because, okay, you have a key a little bit. Yeah. Maybe I could probably go to the thrift store and find a Ferrari key. But um, <laughs> I, maybe. It's funny you say that. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but anyway, um, I think, but I would definitely, if I had a 25-year uh, relationship with you and where you hadn't lied to me and, and then you come up to me and you're like, Ken, I have a flying Ferrari, I would mm. probably believe you. Okay. I'd have, I would, it would be much higher because I've had, this faith has been built and built and built and built in you. Now it sounds like she's defining faith to mean trust. Uh-huh. You know, in a I relationship. See. Yeah. And then I would be like, oh, yeah, yeah. well. He's not lied to me before. Why would he lie now? Okay. So, just to kind of run this all out. If faith wasn't available to you, this, this idea of believing in something that you can't see and thinking that it's true, what type of an impact are we talking about on... Because I think you said it would impact your confidence or it would influence how you're coming to this conclusion. Right. If I didn't have this faith and this experience and everything, then I probably would be very unlikely to believe. Well, I guess what I'm really trying to understand is, are the experiences that you've had that lead you to conclude that the God is real, do those experiences require that component of faith to be sure that this is all true? Yes, there is still okay. a component. Okay, okay. If our Hindu friend were to disclose that she was also employing faith to arrive at her confidence. She can't see Vishnu, yet she has all these experiences and, and she can employ faith to bring her to 100% certainty. 
if faith can bring people to different conclusions, a conclusion that we would probably agree that she's she's off, right? Like she's believing in something that's not true, that God doesn't exist. Yet if she could employ faith to get there, what does that say about faith as a component for concluding that all this stuff is true? She's just using faith to get there and she doesn't have the experiences or... Well, she still has experiences and then she'll look at those experiences because I, of faith and think that they're real. I, I mean, it's, it's, I don't care. I don't, I don't care about that. I just, I have my personal relationship mm. with God. I know the truth. And I mean, I, I would just, I would be like, yeah, I understand. I understand. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, it's like out of mm. my, <laughs> it's just out of my realm of thinking. You I, don't care if she's believing all this stuff. Is that what you're saying? I just, it, I, it's not that I don't care what she's believing. It just doesn't impact what I believe. And yet, if she's using the same process for concluding that her thing that's not true is true, if she's employing faith to conclude that this stuff is true, and it's the same thing that you would employ to conclude that you're true, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you be concerned I just, about I, it? Because I, I'm not concerned about it, and I don't believe it because I just don't believe. Um, I just believe there's one way, and so I don't believe she would have the same experiences. I, I don't, mm. I don't believe it. I, I do, I 100% believe Jesus is the only way, and so whatever okay. she's saying, I don't believe it. You would take my word for it that I own a Ferrari, no questions asked, and yet you wouldn't I take didn't say her. That. Oh, when I didn't. Say, I said only if I had a relationship with you, and you know, mm. it was ex, like an experimental type thing. There. I'm sorry. You put yourself like an eight out of ten that I own a Ferrari just by me saying it. Yeah. But when it comes to the Hindu woman, told you I didn't really care. Say, so, okay, yeah, you have a Ferrari. Yeah. And that, and that's just the same situation. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mm. matter. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter to you that she's employing the same method that you're using to get to your God, and she's arriving at her God, which it, isn't yeah, true. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. Thank you so you're much. Welcome, that welcome. was really fantastic. I see you have water, so I won't offer you any, but I have a, a magnet with street okay. epistemology oh, on it. Okay. You could look more into what I'm doing. Yeah, I'll check out your... And that's my card. Okay. Sometimes people will email me after the fact and they're, they want to clarify a definition okay. or they're like, you got to talk to my husband next or, you know, that type, <laughs> oh, yeah. that type of stuff, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. But that was really great. Okay. Yeah, I really, thank your... you for your time and stopping. Yeah, I mean, no, that was it. That was oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, bye. Were you guys looking to get on the trail? Yeah, we used the rest of Okay, wasn't sure if you knew where to go. Okay. All right, so they're, they're heading off to the bathroom there. Uh, that was a typical trajectory of a conversation where you're using SE and God comes up and they eventually bring up faith. Faith surfaced its head almost at the very start. She mentioned it very briefly. I'm really glad that I did the Ferrari example with her. Uh, I think it established a good baseline. We were able to revisit it a couple of times. And it seems like when it comes down to it, she doesn't really care if somebody is using the same process to get to a completely different conclusion. This might be a somewhat self-centered person. I'm not sure. I, I, I just met her. Uh, and I don't want to like ding her, but that, that's, that is a thought that's going through my mind. 
what I think is true is more important than anybody else, and I'm justified in concluding it, even though somebody else might be using a similar process to get there. She just might be one of those people. I am hopeful that she will think about it some more. She is with her friend. There's a good possibility that her friend might ask her about it. They were just, they were just walking off there. I'll let the cameras run a little bit because they're going to the bathroom, and then when they come back, they might want to engage with me again. Sometimes another two or three minutes like this can help them formulate another question. I'm wondering now if I should have amped up the hypothetical, what if our Hindu woman was willing to harm Kim because she thought Kim was following the incorrect God? Would Kim be more interested in what the Hindu thought? That might be a good question. I might ask that if they come back. They're walking back now. Take it easy. Now you've provoked a whole conversation. <laughs> That's the idea. I like it. Okay, see ya. Fuck yeah. That's exactly what this kind of dialogue is supposed to do. This is exactly why I'm out here to have these kinds of conversations so that they elicit that type of reflectful thinking and then a desire to want to explore it more after the fact. They're now going on a hike here for another hour or two. And her friend, it seemed, was engaging with Kim about this belief. This is exactly why I'm out here. I want to try to make these conversations happen and then have them stick with people long after the fact. Frankly, for me, I think the best part of this whole conversation was was at the very end when they were coming back from the restroom and they said that the dialogue that Kim and I had 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 prompted a discussion. And now they're going on the trail to hopefully talk about it some more. Maybe I'll run into them again. Maybe I'll get an email from Kim. I probably should have given my card to her friend. I didn't think of it. I probably should have done that because maybe the friend would have been more open to emailing me about the discussion that she observed than maybe Kim herself, I don't know. So let me just take this opportunity to again remind you of a playlist that we have where people besides myself are uploading SE videos. I'll put the link right here. It's called uh, The Latest Releases. So anytime there's a new street epistemology video, we dump it in that playlist and we keep it there for a good month or so and then it rolls off into a, a monthly playlist that we've created. So. You can really stay abreast of all the different SE-related content that's coming up. You can find new people who are entering, entering the fray, and you can, you can subscribe to their channel as well. That would be a great thing to subscribe to the channels of people who are getting into this for the first time, perhaps, and give them some support. The way that people get better at this and they stick with it is when they get productive, constructive feedback. So you, the viewer, really have a large impact on the growth of street epistemology. And I think if you can give those folks a lot, uh, give them your support, go ahead and subscribe to them, give them some comments on their videos to help them get better at this. I think we'll see this entire movement of street epistemology grow even more. Thank you so much for watching. Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.